Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my friend, Cody Frankel, and Shana Tova to everyone celebrating. It's the Jewish New Year, and Rangers hockey is officially back. Tonight's the first preseason game, so we're getting into the swing of things. Cody, what's going on, man? How you doing? Can't wait, baby. Hockey's here. Hockey's here. I'm doing good. Another uh, Jets loss this week, but it's mm-hmm. okay. They, they played mm-hmm. with heart, and they're getting their quarterback, Zach Wilson, back next week, so... We'll see what this kid's got, and you know what, dude, one and two is is the is the best start they've had in four years. So, so <laughs> bravo to you for continuing to have hope because I feel like by this time of the year, every Jet fan is like, dude, right, that's because it. they start zero and three and zero and four every single year. But you know what, dude, they lost to the Bengals, but like they could have won, man. Flacco just sucked. I mean, he, <laughs> he missed, dude. They lost by two touchdowns, but I mean, he threw. They turned it over twice in the red zone, so those were mm-hmm. two touchdowns. He was missing wide open receivers. Oh, those are automatic touchdowns because they're in the red zone? Automatic. Dude, those receivers were wide open, like hands up, being mm-hmm. like basically praying, and he just missed and like threw it into the crowd, hit the goal post, you know, usual stuff. But Yeah, um, stuff. The Giants play yeah. Monday night. That'll be fun. A good game. Giants-Cowboys, that'll be a fun game. Tonight, dude. Tonight. Yeah. Well, tonight as you're listening, yeah, of course. And they could be, what, 3-0? Yeah, but yeah. dude – Giants haven't played any good fucking teams yet. Let's let's get real here. I don't I mean, know. I think the Titans are are considered a good team. No, I I guess. I mean, they're yeah. I guess that's a pretty I mean, big road right. win for Week One. You're right. I mean, they lost AJ Brown. That was the heart and soul of their team. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. True, it was a road win. No, I take it back. Um, Panthers suck. I hope they beat the Cowboys. That would be great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not like uh, Jets fan hate Giants. Like I actually like the Giants. I I hope the I like if the Jets were out, which they are every year, like. I'd always root for the Giants to win the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, and we do have a lot of baseball discussion with our guest Alex Day from overtime, so we're going to save the Aaron Judge talk for the interview. But before we go into some fan questions, Cody, do you want to talk about the hoodies that we're rocking right now? Yeah, but wait, roll it back, dude. Can't save it. all that Aaron Judge talk because he's he's on a a, uh, three- or four-game streak with no home run, and Uh it just makes you think, like, because they're home now, and they've been on a How home many games are left? 11 games, I think. I think 11, mm-hmm. yeah, including tonight. I mean, t- tonight, by, you know, by the time this comes out tomorrow, tonight we'll have played. So hopefully hit 61 tonight. That would be sick. But, you know, they're going on the road starting tomorrow. So it, it makes you think if, like, the home pressure is getting to them a little bit. I was at the game on last Thursday, and mm-hmm. it was just like, you know, I'm talking about every single person in the entire stadium was standing up and had their phones out for every single of that. And you got to think he knows that. So I wonder if almost, you know, going away here will like take the pressure off and he'll just start ripping it. Cause he's going to break it. I mean, I, I I think he has to, like, I can't imagine him not hitting two home runs in, in 11 games. Like that's just not a normal thing for him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be really interesting to uh, see how that plays out. But yeah, anyways, sick hoodies. We're matching right there. This is the, uh, Blue York line. I was I was telling you guys about last week. It just dropped. Awesome, awesome merch out there. Um, definitely check it out. 
imbluyork.com. These hoodies are super dope. Also incredibly comfortable. I was very surprised by how great Same. the material is. Like I'm, I'll be wearing this for the next couple of weeks. Like I also love the color, Same. love the embroidery. I might not take it off. I might shower <laughs> in it. Yeah, you actually do own every single merch item from them. Like every single one. No, that, that's, I'm pretty sure you have more than me. I don't think so. We'll have to, maybe we should count and see, see who has more. But I, okay. I really do think it's you. But I think we should just go into some fan questions because everything that we want to cover is pretty much in these. So we'll kick it off with Sammy Hockey 36. He wants to know if we think the Lundquist trade will benefit the Stars, which I mean, I don't, I don't see it not benefiting Dallas in any way, right? Like it, it, if this question is, will the Rangers be better or will the Stars be better from this trade? I think it doesn't really make a difference to the Rangers because Nils wasn't really going to play anyway. And mm. Dallas can kind of look at Nils Lundqvist as, you know, maybe a young John Klinberg who they just lost to Anaheim. I don't know if, if you have a you know, different opinion on that, but I think Dallas is a really good team and they were also one win away from beating Calgary last year. They went to game seven overtime. Ottinger is actually going to be my pick, I think, to win the Vezina this year. He's at like plus 1,700 too. So great value. Dude, Ottinger is a really good goalie. He's huge. And last he year was. he was a stuck. Stud in the playoffs. Absolute stud in the playoffs. Wow. I think Andre comes into the season with a lot of momentum, a team that's not so good defensively. So his numbers will be, you know, somewhat similar to Igor's last year because the Rangers weren't so good defensively last year. But, yeah, um, you know, as far as Nils goes, like, I think Dallas is the automatic winner of this trade because the Rangers, it didn't really make a difference. Disagree. Because mm-hmm. what do you mean by didn't make a difference? He wasn't going to play. Okay. Okay. I thought you said, I, th- I, I thought you were saying the trade didn't matter when, No, it's great. It's great to get that first Um, round pick back. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, I I think, I think you're pretty spot on there. Um, You know, the only way it it, it isn't going to make a difference and benefit the stars there is if he doesn't elevate and kind of plays, you know, in lateral and, and of how he did last season, because Mm -hmm. that didn't really, you know, that was like seventh defenseman level skills there. So I would assume that's the only way. I mean, it, it all depends, right? Who they who they pair with him, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm look right gone. now, actually. Yeah, I mean, they do have a couple good defensemen, but I, I would assume they're going to put him. I mean, I guess they have to put him on the top four, right? That was the whole reason he wanted out of the Rangers, dude. Per daily faceoff, right now, he's not even listed in their tops in the, in their six defense. Well, the trade the trade might not have pushed through, right? I think it did. It's official. Is it not? Um, no, no, no. But I'm saying on on this uh, daily face. No, they update this every day. This is this is updated right now. They have Ryan um, Suter with Miro Heiskanen, uh, Essa Lindell with Colin Miller, Thomas Harley, and Yanni Haka. Pon- I don't even know who those bottom three DR, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think it's a guarantee that he'll crack this lineup. I think he'll be on the lineup for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know who their third line is. Um, and you know, Colin Miller is he's an okay defenseman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's solid. He's just like more of a physical shutdown. Yeah, he guy. was on the Canucks, right? He was on the Canucks for a while. Buffalo. Buffalo. I, Buffalo. I knew he was on one of those random teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, Niels, who knows how he trained this this past summer, and I'm sure he's going to do everything he possibly can to get in that lineup. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see kind of what he does, but I don't really have more to touch on that situation. Next question from Jonathan underscore Fry 99. This is a good one. And Cody, wow. I'll let you start it off. Who's the best NHL player to have never won a Stanley Cup? And do you want to answer this with a current one and a former player? Because I feel like current's obvious, but current is obvious. Um, David. Oh, I mean, sure. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. So? I mean, I mean, yeah, but okay. Former what? player. Who are, who are you thinking? Who are you thinking? I was gonna say Joe Thornton. 
best player to never win a Stanley Cup? Joe Thornton? Yeah. Well, well, if we're talking current? No, well, I, dude, well, obviously McDavid is better than Joe Thornton is, but McDavid's, yeah. played, McDavid's played for like seven years. Doesn't matter. He's, dude, he is far and away like the best player we've ever seen. Dude, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Well, first of all, he's not better than Greg. <laughs> like, let's, let's settle down there. I don't, I don't know, man. No, I, I don't no know. Chance, dude. I don't no know. No chance. I guarantee you by the time McDavid retires, he doesn't come close to touching Gretzky's points record. Guaranteed. Well, not many people will, aside from Ovechkin right now, who's getting close to the goals record. But you, you can't – It's I, I hate this argument so much because you can't really compare the generations. Like The game is so different. But like what we're Why looking not? at right now with McDavid is so similar to what Gretzky did. He's far and away the best athlete in his sport. I, I, honestly, McDavid could be the best athlete right now in all the four major sports, like the, the way that – he has separated from the rest of the pack. Like McDavid's in his own world right now. So is Aaron Judge. Bitch. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he really? is. You actually no think that? Are you kidding me? At a no consistent level, like McDavid's been. McDavid's been leading no, the league. No, no, no. You, you just said. You just said right now, like this year. This year. This year. Yeah, he is. This year. Yeah. So for the last no. last four or five seasons. Yeah. Of sure. I mean, I I don't think I disagree. Like I think I don't, dude. I disagree. McDavid's gotten outpaced by his own teammate like like a year and a half ago tricycle yeah he he beat no. him in he dude i mean listen don't get me wrong mcdavid is for sure the best player in the nhl but saying he's in his own world compared to everybody else i disagree i think right. dude if you look at if you look at the points totals for the last three seasons mcdavid hasn't blown the water off of anybody in any of the three seasons there's been someone who has either had more points than him or who he's been slightly above like Aaron Judge has 20 home runs more than the closest person next to him right now. That's insane. That's one third. Connor McDavid. Yeah, I'm just looking up Zach. Like, and you're going to be like, oh shit, you're right. Connor McDavid has played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. He's That's had at I least said. 100. He's had at least 100 points in five out of the seven. Sure. But nobody's, nobody's disagreeing that he's not the best player in the league. But I wouldn't say he's. Every single year, he's been far and away. Like I, I don't think the last three seasons he's been far and away out of anybody. I think there's been a couple guys each season who have been right there with him. This year, Huberdeau and Gaudreau were. I'll give you credit on that one. Okay, last the year, year before Drysdale. Year before. Mc, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I know. No, I know. No, dude. It's, no, no, it's it's not. It gave me two seasons instead of just one. So the year before, no, no, no. The year before, he had 105, and Drysdale was behind him with 84. So. Mm. Pretty significant. Let's go to 2019, 2020. That was 2021. The year before is when Dreisaitl had 110. McDavid had 97, but Dreisaitl played seven more games. And okay. Panarin was third with 95. That's pretty sick. Correct. But but the year before when you're saying McDavid led the league in points, uh -huh. dude, look who was right next to him, man. All right, yeah, well, he's in on. the top three every year. From no, I'm Nobody's back, disagreeing. 2017, 18. Nobody's disagreeing with that. Okay, so let's go to let's go to former player then. So former player to never win a Stanley Cup, best player to win a Stanley Cup. I have two: mm -hmm. Henrik Lundqvist and Marcel mm -hmm. Dion. Marcel Dion, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. That's a good one. Hmm. Lundqvist is definitely like you know, obviously a good one, and I do agree. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, did Pat LaFontaine ever win a Stanley Cup? I don't think he did. He's like you know, the best, another good one. one. The best American American forwards to ever play the game. Didn't Mike yeah. Gartner never win a cup? I don't know. Is Mike Gartner considered one of the best to ever play? Dude, he had over 700 goals. Yes. Did he? Yes. For sure. For sure. Top 100 player of all time. No question about it. He had 708 goals. Yeah, dude. 
That's true. For sure. Yeah. You, hmm. you don't realize how good he dude. He had like, no, I know. Well, I didn't watch him play. I don't, you know. I, I, yeah, I, I, dude, he had over 40 goals, I think like eight times. This is a really good question. It's really hard to think. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mike Gartner had over 40 goals eight times and had over 50 mm-hmm. once. Yeah. I mean, those would be my three guys. I mean, dude, I, I feel like you could say Joe Thornton. Like, <laughs> I think, I think Ronick's up there too, right? Didn't Ronick have everyone? Mm, yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Yeah, that's a really good question. Oh, you know who's another one? Roberto Luongo. Yeah, Hall of Fame goalie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Carey Price? Fuck that guy. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's that's just a really hard question. There's so many people to think of. Um, Yeah. Let's let's go into this third and final one here. Matty Mick underscore fly, the chosen one. I feel like we get a question from him every week. Never going to take day one too seriously, but want to know your opinions on Kravtsov line two. And I believe I did say this back when we interviewed Vince. Mm-hmm. that I thought Kravtsov and Panarin would play together. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense putting, you know, the Russian Stallions together. But that being said, I I don't really have any issue with it. Um, no, I think not at all. if the kid, the kid line already has that, you know, profound chemistry, and I think if they're cruising and they're, you know, challenging Igor in practice and, and pushing to that next level and that GG and, you know, Drury thinks they can get to, I don't see why you don't keep them together. Um, my curiosity level is here when it comes to Sammy Blay on line one, though. That mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't think he's a first line player. And, you know, I like Sammy as much as the next guy, but he's a third, fourth line guy. So putting him on line one, you almost have to wonder if that's going to kind of not jeopardize chances for Mika and Kreider, but, you know, if it's going to kind of like bring them, not bring them, not even bring them down a notch, but just like it, they don't have that third line mate who can really like kind of keep up with them. I mean, I mean, maybe he can, I don't know, but from, from what I've seen from his career, like I, I just question that decision. How about you? I think what we've established thus far in the off season and, and things are going to change a lot. Like we're going to see mm-hmm. Grant shuffle lines, I think a ton yeah. throughout the entire season. But yeah. I think what's been established right now is that there's, like three pairs of two at least right now that seem to be solidified. It's Mika mm-hmm. Kreider, Trocek Panarin, and Hedl, and I'd say Kako. But the rest, oh, might see, be I disagree. I disagree. Who? Who's Hedl paired with that? Because Kako today in practice uh-huh. was on a different line. Yeah, Laugh was playing with Trocek and Panarin. Laugh was playing with Trocek and Panarin, but they also put Kako on line one, I believe. I, it's, it's all shuffling around right now, too, because these preseason games are coming up and they're going to try different things. Sure. But, yeah, sure. But okay, so maybe just those top four are probably solidified. Yeah. So check Panarin and Mika yeah. and Kreider. Like the rest is just kind of interchangeable. Hito will be with a kid. Hito will be with a kid. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I think I think Kako is going to be a solidified third liner this year. I, I don't I don't see him as he should be, as, in my opinion, as yeah. he should be. I mean, I think unless he somehow shows that he is far and above better than Kravtsov and, and has been in practice and stuff, then, you know, yeah, he should be. And, and I don't think he will be because I think people are going to quickly remember how good of a player Kravy really is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he generates chances. He's fast. He's big. And uh, he could score. I mean, I, I saw a clip in practice today. I mean, he he took three shots on Igor and made all yeah. three. So, three you know, mm-hmm. it's – yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's a big guy and he's I, – I think – if if this the best case scenario is if this kid pops off this year, because then 
hopefully they could just re-sign him for like three, four years to like, you know, a friendly deal. And and bygones are bygones. It seems like they addressed all their situations and now he's just here to play. And I think that's awesome. So what do you think about the kid lines starting the year together? I, I like you, it. Are, are you I opposed like to it or are you for it? I'm I'm for it, but I'm opposed to Sammy Blay being on line one. I would almost prefer Kravtsov getting a, a look on line one and putting Sammy Blay on line two. And I know I know Panarin, I mean, listen, I know Panarin and Trocek with Krav will be just fine and will be really good. And that's almost like a, a first line in itself. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I do have a little bit of, you know, concern when it comes to seeing Blay on line one um, because he's just like, you know, he's he's like a, a big body guy, right? He's like, a, what, what did everybody used to say about him? He's basically power a forward. better, what'd you say? A power forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like a power forward, and he's basically like, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of the guy who was on our team like two years ago, but they were saying he's basically like a better. Can't Blackwell? remember, but was it Blackwell? Maybe it was Blackwell. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know what you're referring or referring to. I'm just uh, just throwing a guess out. No, you might be right. You might be right. But regardless, um, you know, it would be awesome if if Blay like shows some offensive prowess and and has a really good year. I just. Um, I, I definitely think they're going to need to kind of keep their eye on that situation as the year unfolds. And obviously they can switch it up when they want. But mm-hmm. one thing to know is, you know, they will have money when it comes time to uh, make a trade. So they could potentially fill that. Like, can you imagine they fill that spot with a super talented offensive forward and then they just throw Sammy Blay on the fourth line with good and Carpenter. Like that would be a sick lineup. Blake Wheeler. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, he wants out. He's just old, but mm-hmm. I think he has one year left. Yeah, I but he's know. like 36, 30. I'm just so sick of the rentals, like uh, yeah. you know. But yeah. I get that. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else, and uh, you know, we do talk a lot with Alex Day. Do you want to go into that interview? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, let's send it over to Alex. This week on the Blue Crew, we're very happy to welcome on a good friend of mine, and now a friend of the show a content creator at the company Overtime. If you're not familiar with it, he'll tell us about it in a second, but very happy to welcome Alex Day. Alex, what's going on, man? Boys, how are we doing? How are we doing? Happy to be on here. A little a little Likewise, long overdue, man. but um, before we do get started, my B-reel just went off, so I kind of want to post a B-reel right now live while we're here, if that's cool. Let's go. Only if I can, too, because... Uh, Cody's my- married and old. He doesn't know what B-reel is right now. Yeah, Yo, I have no idea what it is. All right, well, I'm, I'm posting mine, so you guys got to smile. It too. All right. Just look hot, Cody. Always. <laughs> and now I have to add Alex after we're done here. Boom. So um, are you going to explain to me yeah. what it actually is, or you're just going to? It's like this new social media app where it goes off at the same time for everyone, and you have like two minutes to post what you're doing, like a selfie of you, and then what's in front of you. It's like really dumb, but it's like kind of fun. And if you're just like looking for a way to kill time, it's, it's nice. It's definitely yeah. fun, but I don't understand. Like, I'm shocked it's made it this far. I agree. Well, it's like I, it's like Vine all over again. Johnny Prime. Really, no, but this is like you know what Vine is. Yeah, I do. I know what Vine is. But this goes <laughs> off at the same time for everybody that has it. So, like, you could be in a room with like 50 people, and if 40 of them have B real, like, they're all just gonna take their phone out and like do it, which is like kind of funny, but also kind of sad. I, I don't really know. You know. It's like wild, like going to a concert. If it goes off during a concert, you'll see people all just put their it's. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what that is. It's I the mean, world that we're living in. It's, it's not, exactly, yeah, but it's exactly. honestly, 
Basically. But, uh, uh, you know, enough about B-Real. Let's, let's go into overtime, though, because I, I feel like it's definitely a younger demographic, right? The company in general. And, you know, we do have a lot of older listeners that might not be familiar with it. So can you kind of explain the company overtime just in general? Yeah. So the company started off. It's just, well, first of all, it's a sports media company. And it started off oh, nice. as like mostly, honestly, like a high school basketball media company. They mm-hmm. had this technology where really anyone film like they would on their iphone and they put it up to the overtime server and it created like this highlights platform and since then that was years ago but since then it's expanded it's much more whether it's uh professional college sports uh, i would say it leans mostly basketball and football um but they have different ventures such as a high school basketball league a called overtime elite in atlanta high school football league called ot7 which is a seven on seven league sports betting which is what i run um, and all these different verticals to really branch out in, in many different directions. So with me, I'm from New York. I run sports betting because, you know, people bet on every sport and uh-huh. I'm a, I'm a fan of really all four main sports. Mm-hmm. I do, I do content based on, you know, hockey, football, baseball, basketball. Like I'm a diehard Yankees, Giants, Rangers, Knicks fan. And I do that for overtime on my page. Uh, my role with them is so I run the sports betting vertical, but mostly I'm a content creator on air host for them. So right now I'm doing this Thursday night football pregame show with Amazon Prime um, through, through overtime. It's it's me, overtime Tom, who runs social media for overtime and, uh, and Malcolm Jenkins, former Eagles. So mm. um, very, very fun. And there's always new random ventures that, uh, you know, you, like, okay, let's let's go. Let's go. They always have things in the works and are, are growing pretty quickly. That's well, awesome. I think anyone who has TikTok should know who you are by now. I mean, I, I'm not even like a huge TikTok user, but whenever I'm on there, before I before I met you, you know, I, I saw all your stuff. You're like out in the street, out at games, interviewing athletes, interviewing fans. Uh, you know, I, I love the ones, Cody, you've probably seen this one too, where I think you interviewed a, a girl in a Yankees jersey and you asked her something about a, a boyfriend and if she would like cheat on her boyfriend with one of the Yankees players or something like that, right? Do you have a boyfriend? What one player on the Yankees would you leave your boyfriend for? None. If Aaron Judge comes up to you and says, how you doing? And you say, I have a boyfriend. Okay, but sure. how about, how about, yeah, sure. how about Aaron Judge after a few drinks leaving Billy's comes out oiled up in his Speedo. You're still saying no? I'm still saying no. What about after he signs his $300 million contract? Still saying no. What if he signs a $300 million contract for while seven? sitting in his million dollar car? Still no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would she cheat on her boyfriend for Aaron Judge? She yeah. said no. And and we pressed her on it. And uh, <laughs> she, she's a keeper. She's a keeper. And, you know, TikTok really allows it allows the most random things to go viral. I enjoy going and interviewing people, talking to people, getting weird sound bites out of people. And I've, I've kind of struck gold with a little formula like, okay, I know if I go here and I ask these types of kind of open-ended questions, I, you know, keep it under 20 seconds and I, I kind of have it down and, and it takes off on TikTok where it really doesn't on other platforms. So it's this, mm-hmm. it's this funny little uh, niche that I've carved out, but it's fun. It's, it's a great yeah. time. No, that's cool. I'll, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to sign into Johnny's TikTok. Yeah, I didn't think you're on it. <laughs> nah, dude, TikTok's the TikTok's the one social media that I've held out on for so long. Real. And Jackie, <laughs> well, Be Real doesn't count, but Jackie's <laughs> on TikTok every single day, and I just like refuse to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but then she makes fun of me because I like scroll through the Instagram, uh, oh, you know, Instagram Real. Real yeah. all day <laughs> long for like, yeah. and she's like, it's the same thing. And I'm like, yeah, no, but, um, but yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'll definitely check that out. But I did want to circle back to, you mentioned Darren judge. Um, he's obviously having a year for the ages here. I'm a big Yankees fan, just like you. Uh, what would your, what's your total, you know, home run p- prediction for judge and, what do you think that contract's going to look like? So I think it falls between Maris and Bonds. Like, yeah, no, knock, yeah, I agree. Knock on wood, but he's going to pass Maris. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think he'll fall in the mid sixties. Okay. And like, there aren't really words you can, you can use to describe it because he leads in every single, I mean, he leads in home Everything. runs, runs I, yeah. average RBIs, like, you could, what's cool is you could take the traditional stats that, you know, that our parents and, and we grew up with and he's first in all those. And you could take the, the hard hitting analytics stats that, that all the nerds and the GMs and the front offices. <laughs> yeah. And he's first in those too. So it's in a year where offense is down in baseball and really almost like a generation where offense is down for, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. He's just, it's insane. It's like his night on, uh, on, on, uh, actually that was yesterday, four for five, two home runs and, you know, a couple doubles. It's just, it's just another day at the office for him. And I used to actually work for the Yankees from 2017 to 2020. I got to know him pretty well. And he's like the most humble, genuine dude. I mean, he doesn't give you much. He's kind of like Jeter, of course, like Mm -hmm. what he's, what he's like, um, wait, Cody, I can't hear you. Oh, I don't know what happened there, but I, I'm just like rambling to myself. Um, no, I said, I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, that's what I actually said to Johnny last week. I was like, we're kind of living in unprecedented times here because we haven't actually seen someone do this. Uh, you know, you you can count Bonds and Sosa's home run years, right? But even then, I mean, that was more of like a home run thing. They weren't first in, you know, 14 out of the 16 like major all offensive categories. It's it's something we haven't seen since Babe Ruth. Um, and I, I saw a stat the other day. I don't remember what it was, but I mentioned it to Johnny and I was just like, you know, cause he said something about like, can judge leave, like go to the Mets, whatever. And I was like, listen, I don't think he will, but he's such a nice guy. Like you just said that it would be a disservice for him not to talk to all, you know, every single team out there and, and kind of, uh, you know, feel it out. But that being said, like, I, I don't see it. I told him there's there's two teams he's going to in my in my mind, and it's the Yankees or the Giants. That's it. You, I want to ask you both a question, if I can. Yeah. By the way, I completely agree. It's either the Yankees or the Giants. Yeah. And, and yeah. all these quotes he's giving, he's a businessman. That's of course. Great. That's great. Yeah. Keep all your options open. And yeah, he should be. Red yeah. 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 So it pisses us off. but Right. You know, right. I think it's pretty cool that, two different New York athletes this season were chasing different records or, or tying different franchise records, whatever you want to call it, which has been more enjoyable for you guys. Cause I'm not really a baseball fan, so I can't really mm-hmm. compare it to anything, but Kreider chasing 54 goals and judge chasing this home run record, which one to you guys is more electric. I mean, I feel like since baseball is every day, you're kind of more locked into it a little bit. Whereas like, you know, a Ranger game you can miss here and there. Cause sometimes you kind of just forget when the games are. But, like, I mean, Kreider season was insane, but this judge run sounds like it's historic. Yeah, Alex, I'll let you go first. I'll let you take this one. So, for me, I would, I'm would i even in terms of my fandom for two. Like, that's important to preface for people who may not follow. Like, I am a 
diehard Rangers fan as much as Yankees fan. But for me, it has to be Judge. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be Judge. And there, I hate to take a page out of the Rangers haters playbook because they'll say, okay, Kreider gets all his goals from the dirty areas, which, mm-hmm. by the way, those all count the same, so they can all yeah. shut the fuck up. But, <laughs> but, porch, but, yeah. but when, you know, most guys hit a home run every – 10 to 20 at bats and he's hitting a home run like one out of every seven ABs. You know, it's when you start to predict just like the unpredictable and judge is doing it at that scale, you know, he has 20 more home runs and then whoever's in second place right now. Alvarez. Yeah. Right. It's for me, it's judge. No questions asked. And, and the pace that he's doing it on. um, And also the fact that, you know, there isn't a better home run hitter than judge. And there's probably better goal scorers in the NHL than cries. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's a that's a good point. Um, yeah, that's a good point. For, for me, I also am like you. I'm a diehard Rangers fan. I'm a diehard Yankees fan. Yep. I probably give like. I think you're a bigger Yankee fan though, the Ranger fan. No, I'm no? not. No, really. I, yeah, I think I think this like it, the slightest of slight edges go to the Rangers. Yeah, Co- like Co- Cody. How old are you? I'm 29. Okay, I'm 28, and Johnny, what are you? 25. 26, He's 23. 26. Right. So basically. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and Stephen Talkhouse here is he's forty. Yeah, yeah, I, re- exactly. I retired this summer though. <laughs> and, and, yeah, but I got um, my t-shirt in the rafters. Yeah, but what but what I was saying was, uh, you know, I I look at it in terms of my fandom, the way I was able to kind of decipher and depict like which one I I like slightly more because I love them both so much is in terms of a championship, like which one am I dying to see more? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you can say, yeah, I grew up on Yankees championships. I saw four, whatever. Um, doesn't really matter to me because I haven't seen one in such a long time. And I was in high school when they won their last championship. So yep. it's like, you know, being a real, real fan, getting to appreciate that championship, celebrate it like a championship. Like I haven't seen that. So, you know, it's kind of even scale for me. And, and I would like to see a Rangers one a little bit more. Um, I just think it would be absurd that being said i completely agree with alex i do think judges what he's doing is more important um not more important but it's something yeah it's it's more impressive and it's something just we haven't seen um you know and and he is just doing it like not on steroids and not (laughs) no not like he's doing it as clean as possible and he is just like listen the guy's a mammoth right he's huge so it's like you know, you, you look at other players and you're like, that's why they can't do it. This guy has a significantly more power than them. Yeah, he does. But at the same time, like we've never seen something like this. And on top of that, this, this guy is batting 316. He's about right to win now. the triple crown. Yeah, that's he's insane. literally he's literally one point away in terms of batting average for the triple crown right now. Uh, by the time this episode drops, he might be in first for the triple mm-hmm. crown. And that's another thing we haven't seen in a long time. So it's just for a little more perspective, I don't think there's anything more impressive in sports right now than Judge. And the mm-hmm. only thing I can maybe say, coincidentally enough, is what Albert Pujols is doing right now, mm. which is the resurgence. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, crazy. he's just the fact that he's about to hit 700 home runs after the last five years that he's had is is insane. And he uh, he he knew when it when it mattered, and and he stepped on the gas. Yeah. Okay. So, so what last thing, last thing on judge before we transition, what, what do you think the contract looks like? (laughs) Okay. So you have to take age into 
and and to I don't know if they're gonna. <laughs> I don't know if they're so, gonna. So and the reason the reason why I hope they do, and this is almost kind of the Dodgers method, but like on a different scale. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dodgers, why you know they they seem to do this every year. They'll give a stupid amount of money on a on a on an annual what AAV basis, right? But for less years. Now you're not gonna be able to do that with Judge. This is the last contract he's gonna get. Yep. Um, you're not going to give like, let's, let's work backwards here. He's 30. I would say eight years, eight years is great. Is, I think it'll let's be eight years. Eight. Let's yep. say eight years. Yeah. So from there, cause you're not going to 10. If he was 28, you probably go to 10. Um, you're not going there. I see the number going at a re- instead of looking at the, the, the total number, I look at like somewhere between 35 and 40 mil a year. Probably closer to 40. Closer to 40 for sure. Closer because the Yankees offered him like 32-8 or something like that. And he was like, absolutely not. And that was that was 212. So if you yeah. Right. Okay. So so the number I look at is 304 because that would be eight times 38. And okay. who says who says no to that? Like yeah. You know Juan Soto. Yeah. I was I I was saying well, it, it was Juan Soto. Juan Soto is the age difference. Like yeah. that's you know. Yeah, you're uh-huh. you're pretty close to to what I was gonna say. Um, I think his number starts with a three. I think there's only gonna be a few teams that can offer him that or will offer him that for for that term. Um, but listen, this guy's gonna get what he wants. Uh, I agree with you in terms of like AAV. I think it'll be a little higher. I think like thirty-seven to forty. Yep. Um, so I, I'm saying it'll be about maybe like three ten, three three oh nine, three ten. So just under thirty nine mm-hmm. mil a year, which is crazy. Which He's is crazy. Make sure that the total starts with a three. Like, yeah. Let's, yep. That's the, his. The, the total yeah. number will start with a three, and the years will be for minimum seven. Like, are you a numbers nerd like Cody Alex? Kind of, but not in like the <laughs> not in like the grand scheme of things. You know, like I don't know. You can kind of work backwards on these things and see where it falls. Like people are like, oh, he's gonna get three hundred fifty million dollars. Where you're like, how the fuck could that happen? Like three hundred fifty mm. million dollars would mean he's getting like ten years and like a crazy, you know, that, so I, when I think of it in years and like what the Yankees offered him, what other guys got him, you know, you realize, okay, somewhere between 37 and 40 mil a year, somewhere seven, eight years. And all these guys want a big number to, for, uh, for Buster only to tweet out. So they'll have something that starts out with a three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so insane transitioning a little to hockey. Like that number is, is going to be more than the Rangers entire payroll and the (laughs) entire cap as a whole. It's just, it's just wild. But uh, with hockey around the corner, I mean, what's one thing you're really looking forward to for this upcoming season? So there's two things. So one is, is, you know, being a fan, there's the obvious of like, okay, every single fan of all 30 teams says this is our year. And every year we say that. But have you ever kind of felt that more than, right? You know, we can, can oh, we convince ourselves every year, but like, you know, when I think of how much fun that May and June was, I'm like mm-hmm. itching for that feeling again. That was mm-hmm. like, that was, that was a, a high. It was a high. It yeah. was a high for two months. Uh-huh. Don't look to Johnny for remorse here, by the way. What? Why? Because Johnny's been preaching for weeks that the Rangers are, are going to lose in the first round. And I've been, I, I don't feel I've been it. giving I, I just, him shit every single episode. 
I felt it in like 2015. I don't have that 2015 feeling that I had that I, you know, that I had back then. It, it just, it's just to me like, like 19 then and you got giddy over everything. So, but I don't, I don't want to harp on it so much because <laughs> I feel like I've been harping on it a lot, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks, but we got to see what these kids can do. Like, I, yeah, I, just no, I agree. Know, you know? Well, yeah. So I, I'm sure we're about to get into the nuts and yeah. bolts, but like, just based on that, what you said, Johnny, like, I think there's, a case to be made that when you see a team be in quotes a year early, like a lot of mm-hmm. people thought this would be this upcoming year would be our year where we could really take that next step. And it was last year. You often see times next teams the next year take a step back. The reason why I don't think it will be with this year is because it's not a young core. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really not. I mean, you look at Bread, you look at Kreider, you look at Mika, you look at Igor. Yeah, I was saying even Igor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these guys are in their prime, and these guys have experience. And yes, it'll be the young guys that that you know might determine if the Rangers take the next step. But it'll be the veterans that make sure they don't take a step backwards. And I think that they, you know, barring something catastrophic like an Igor injury or something, mm-hmm. I I knock don't would n- knock, <laughs> knock on wood if you're with me. Um, I don't see that happening. Knock on wood if you're with me. That's uh, what is that? Uh, John Gruden. Gruden? Yeah, 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 I remember that. But the, no, but the one thing, so the, the one thing I'll harp on that is the reason why I'm not convinced yet. And I was, and I had the same feeling last year. I wasn't really sold on the Rangers till like February. It's the first the kids, round right? of the playoffs. Mm. No, no, not even the kids. The first okay. round of the playoffs. It wasn't convincing enough for me that they're going to be consistent enough in a playoff run because they never had a, a, a lead Five in either series. They right. never had a lead. They, they they were chasing the entire time in the first two rounds, and I know it was a big talking point that they were up against backup goalies, but that's pretty big. Like Tristan Jari had a great regular season. Freddie Anderson was the fourth best goalie in the league last year. He didn't play once. Like those are things that worked out in our favor that we we do look past, but like they are a little nudge in in the wins. You know? Sure, but one thing you're not looking at here is. Yeah, I mean, sure. You can, you no, know, like, yeah, you can look at it that way yeah, yeah. If, you, if you'd like. But I'm not one, saying they're bad. I'm just not convinced yet. Sh- sure, again, sure. But they have four or five really young kids on this team, like really mm-hmm. young kids, all offensive forwards that we know. You know, they have Kako, they have Lafreniere, they have Heedle, they have Kraftsoff. Now, all of those kids are going to have an additional 82 games of real world experience. Mm-hmm to let that translate into playoffs and all of those kids have playoff experience. And you can even say Kravy does because he's been playing for tractor for quite some time and they've been in the playoffs every year he's there. So, you know, mm-hmm. they all have that type of experience, I think going into this next set of playoffs. And if, you know, two of these four kids take the leap that we need them to take, I think it is going to be, tremendous for this team and take them to new heights that we haven't seen before. And, you know, everybody, everybody rode this team off. Like, I don't know, round one, round two last year. So not round one. They were expected. Yeah. Okay. So round two, for sure. Nobody said they were passing the canes. They said that was Mm -hmm. out of the question. So Mm -hmm. I think if these kids take that leap that they need to take just two of them, because, Asking all four of them to do it is, isn't a realistic thing. But if two of them can do it, I think it can really take this team to new heights that we haven't seen. So, so Alex, have- Alex, go into your head. Where do the where do the Rangers finish in the playoffs? Well, I guess go into your two points first. Ship or bust. Ship or bust. I I I think we're in we're in a we're in ship or bust territory. I agree. Like we're, I agree. like 
it's when you are there's about i would say like 10 teams that you could say that for and the rangers are one of them um when it comes to like i'm not going to discount what you said johnny about not being convinced because when you look at what they're good at what they're bad at Mm -hmm. i would rather it be the other way around like before, before the playoffs i said the reason why the rangers could go far and you could you could check the the overtime tapes because I was the uh, only one at overtime talking about hockey. Um, is the power play and the goaltending like mm-hmm. that's I mean you can no, ride that you that's can huge. ride that and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and then when you look at what they weren't as good at, it was five on five scoring. Um, and when they fell that fell back in series, that was a little bit wise. So you know I I think it's I think it's safe to assume that you're. You can't really get better goaltending than we got. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get close. I don't think, you know, the people are like, okay, if he isn't like that, what are you guys going to be? Shut up. We're a good team. And, <laughs> and, and, and if he won't be, if Igor isn't as good, he'll be damn close. Yeah. You know, I, the five on five, you have to believe we'll get a little bit better. And, uh, and, and the power play, if it gets a little bit worse, these things all, you know, water finds its level. Yeah. And listen, I'm not like, I know a lot of people are saying I'm like being negative. I'm just like, if I'm if I'm putting ten thousand dollars, like if I put my life savings on it for the Rangers to win the Stanley Cup next year, I probably wouldn't do that. You have I no guts. I wouldn't do yeah. that. Oh, okay. Sorry. We're would not you? You part. would put your life savings on it? I would do what it takes to get it done. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Fucking and, and, and the question was, which two young guys? I don't know. Was that the question? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I okay. I thought I thought. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about, man? It, it skipped um, in that before, and I thought you asked no, the he said about the young guys with John. Oh, John, oh, because Cody, you said uh, we need two out of the four, two yeah. out of the four to make it. Yeah, but Johnny said, <laughs> "Gun to your head, how far did the Rangers go?" I combined yeah. those two. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I want to add to that a little bit, and you know, give me your finals predictions in each champion for all four major sports this year. I thought we were sticking with hockey right there. Okay, no, so no, we're. Honestly, going, this is like the perfect time to ask that question too. With like, every yeah, well, that well, that's why I want to ask it because like this yeah. is like the one yeah. time a year where all four sports haven't had a conclusion yet, so like yeah. you can ask it. So, I'll go with uh, I'll go in order. So, okay, in baseball, I like a good storyline. Like I I do, and um, so you say Yankee Mets. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the St. Louis Cardinals. Ah, okay, because they're because they're rolling. Paul Goldschmidt's about to win the MVP in the NL. Nolan Arenado is go like those two guys are going off. They had this little aura mystique thing going with Pujols and Wainwright and uh, and Yachty. This is kind of their last dance a little bit. Okay. Um, if their pitching can hold up, which it's been unreal this year, I don't. I'm I'm frankly not convinced it will. Um, but yep. if it can hold up, like you know, their pitching isn't any worse than the Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers for different you know injured and stuff. So I'll go St. Louis. Um, who do they beat though? He wants to say Yankees so bad. Oh, oh. <laughs> no! I'm yeah, no. I'm a realist with the Yankees. I'm more of a realist with the Yankees than I am with the Rangers. That's one thing I will say. Okay, so the thing is though, when you look at like it's really just the Astros. Like I'm not really scared of anyone else in the AM. yeah yeah it's yeah it's the Astros because and, and if they lose to the Astros in the playoffs this yeah. year, you're someone's gonna have to keep an eye on me on twenty for twenty four hours of the day. Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, four four times is the charm for me, and like. I just can't. I can't do it a fourth time. I mean, it would it would be bad. And right now, for for them, it hinges all on health, right? If they're healthy, like yeah, they could probably beat them. But can they get healthy in time? Can they get chemistry in time? Couldn't tell you. So yeah, it's 
for me, I feel better about the odds of the Yankees getting to the World Series and winning the World Series. So mm. I'll, I'll tentatively – tough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's, there's three teams in the NL I'm scared of, and there's one team in the AL I'm scared of. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's, that's – And baseball. I'll also say the Yankees are their own worst enemy. <laughs> like if the Yankees play their game, they're – you know. Um, yeah. Okay, in hockey, can I – like if – I think the Avs are gonna. Yeah. If, if not, if if not the Rangers, I. Yeah, you I, say Rangers, Avs, Stanley Cup. That's I, what I. Like, that's what I think it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, I I really think it's gonna be, the Avs again. Um, Kale as, McCard, as, Adam Fox, John. You're, you're trusting Georgiev though. Exactly why the Rangers starter. are gonna win the cup. Exactly why the Rangers are gonna win the cup. Cody, you and I see eye to eye, man. I know. You have but Rangers I, over Avs in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, That's of course. My prediction, so, man. I mean, we're sprinkling all, all our all our Homer picks here, but um, <laughs> you know, but we're talking about we're talking about some of the best teams in both leagues. Yeah. You know uh, what? You know what? Baseball. I gotta say, and and John. Yeah. Who do you, sorry. Who do you have? I gotta say, like I'm a, like I said, I'm a realist. I don't see the Yankees getting there. I think it's going to be the Astros in in the World Series. I think they're going to lose to the Mets. Really? That so if it was a Mets Astros World Series, I, I just don't see I that. I would be rooting I'd be rooting for Bain to come out on the field. <laughs> yeah. For the National yeah, and, and blow, and it, all blow it all up. <laughs> I don't want to see any of it. I just I, I would can't see New those York. pitchers losing. How do how does Scherzer DeGrom, I thought we were over baseball. We're on hockey now. Well, I was just, dude, I'm propping you up. You're a Mets fan. I don't care. Allegedly. All right. All right. All right. Forget it. All right. So that's hockey. What about football? Alexa, pause. <laughs> you, What'd she say? For some reason, my... Uh, well, I said, hey, Alexa, what about football? <laughs> All of a sudden, it started playing Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby. That that's was so great. Um, okay. In football, I'm going to go with the Bills and the AFC, and I am going to go with... Man, the NFC is so wide open. So wide open. Um, okay, ready for this? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Bills 49ers. Everyone's so high in the Niners, I feel like. I, because I think they were um, – I was a Trey Lance fan, but I uh-huh. think they were they were kind of for – for how good of a team they had, they were kind of foolish to go with Trey Lance. Not foolish, mm-hmm. but like you have a – like. Playing Trey Lance with the team they have, a Super Bowl-ready team, I mm-hmm. thought never made any sense. And I think, like Vegas said as much, their odds were 20 to 1 when Trey Lance was their QB last week, and their odds are now 18 to 1 with Jimmy G. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I, in the West, the West is going to be uh, the AFC is much harder, but I, I think they're the best team in the NFC West. Um, I think the Packers would have to be carried by their defense and Rogers um, Vikings aren't, aren't it. Um, can't and discount I, the bucks, man. I can't do it. I, I, last can't, dance. I can't discount the bucks, but uh, something feels a little off. Okay. Something feels a little off. The NFC South is kind of trash and I don't think the NFC is, is, is good. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not. Okay. Um, and then how about basketball? Johnny, I'll, I'll, I'll let you give a prediction on this one too. Cause the only other sport I know. <laughs> Okay, Johnny, you go first. Johnny, you, you want I, me to go I, first? Yeah, yeah, Johnny, you go first. I mean, I I can't see anyone being the Warriors in the West. I, okay. I, I'm not I'm not convinced there's anyone better in the West. I don't think the, the Warriors figured out. 
No, not Knicks. Okay. Warriors. And I, I actually, for some crazy reason, think that the Sixers will figure it out. And Harden and Embiid will figure it out. Huh? The process complete. Exactly. Process complete. I think the Sixers will figure it out. I, I think Embiid is so good and so dominant. Obviously, he's a little injury prone. A little. Um, and, and Harden just he just has to prove himself now. Mm-hmm. Like his time and window are shutting. He hasn't been able to do it. Like they got to find a way to put it together and figure it out. And Doc Rivers, horniest coach in the NBA. If you guys saw that, uh, that whole thing go down on Twitter, that was pretty funny. Cody, did you see that? I, I, I didn't see it. Send me it. Doc Rivers, the coach of the Sixers, I guess he claims someone logged into his Twitter account, but like his like last 10 likes on Twitter were just straight up porn videos. Like, it was oh my so, God. Funny. So he funny. Let, he let Ray <laughs> Allen run his account. Yeah, like it was, it was so funny. But what do you think, Alex, about the NBA? Speaking of, of that, I will go with the Celtics in the uh-huh. East, and I will go with the Phoenix Suns in the West. Oh, yeah, Phoenix um, is a good pick, too. They're, I, good. they're I, fun to I watch. Think, I think a lot of people are kind of, you know, their 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 owner is is ha- is not a good guy. And what mm-hmm. I learned, what I learned many times is a lot of teams need a common enemy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's on your side or the other side. Um, I think that group comes together and CP3 knows the clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. And Devin Booker is about as a good of a score as it gets. And he's um, a beast too. You know, I, it, there would be something kind of gross about them winning while, the, you know, their owner is suspended. And it's like, okay, why do good things happen to bad people? But uh, they, you know, it's kind of now or never for them with this core, at least with, with Booker yeah. and, uh, and CP3. Mm-hmm. Okay. CP3's got to get one. He's got to get one. I'm actually not a CP3 guy. Like I think CP3 is. I love watching him. Is yeah. Uh, I don't love watching. I think I, I think he is so whiny. He's like mm-hmm. watching Crosby. Like he is mm-hmm. so whiny, and uh, you know he's an amazing player. But I, he's he's like a gnat that you're just like trying to hit off your uh, hit off your arm here. You know. He, he so who's your guy in the NBA? I'm a Knicks fan. Like, like a lot of people, and I, I respect how the NBA has, you know, raised a generation of fans that follows players. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the kind of sports fan I was raised Same. as. Like, I, I ride with my teams. You know, I'm Yankees, Giants, Rangers, Knicks. Um, I have certain favorite players, like, in, in, you know, in the NBA. I love Jimmy Butler. I love Giannis. Um, really like Devin Booker. But I'm a, I mean, I'm a, huge Knicks fan like Mm -hmm. I I I ride with the Knicks pretty pretty diehard and uh I've been pretty critical of their offseason but I'm also slowly kind of coming around on it when you realize the fact of you know yes they overpaid for Jalen Brunson but Jalen Brunson isn't a top 15 highest paid point guard in the NBA um so perennial 10th seed the Knicks (laughs) always a bride R.I.P. Donovan Mitchell but I, I want to rewind the clock a bit because I know you've touched on you're just New York sports fandom in general. Yep. So in my mind, I, like, I, I don't consider Carmelo to be in this category, which I yep. don't think anyone would. But in our childhood growing up for us, there was three guys at the helm of New York sports. Henrik Lundqvist, Eli Manning, Derek Jeter. Yep. Obviously, this is leading to a fuck, kill, marry. So fuck, yep. kill, marry. Henrik Lundqvist, Eli Manning, Derek Jeter. I think I would have to go marry Derek Jeter. Like Derek uh-huh. Jeter, that's my childhood hero. That's, you know, I've been privileged that I've gotten to work in sports and, you know, we get to work with athletes and, you know, it's cool. And like, I don't get that, you know, I, I get, I get used to these things a little bit. And Jeter is like the white whale, you know, mm-hmm. like, home, you know, that's, that's Derek Jeter. Um, yeah. 
in a weird kind of way, I will go with uh, I will go with Hank for fuck, and I'll <laughs> Eli. Are you saying in an attractive way, or because it's in the attractive Both. way, it's it's a lock? Both. Both. <laughs> yeah. But 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 the the reason the reason I'll say that is because it felt like you know it's kind of similar because people wanted to 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 knock Hank for not getting any cups, which anyone who watches hockey know that they would have never even been in the playoffs if it weren't for him. And for so many years, there was a lot of hot garbage in front of him and he mm-hmm. led them there. And yeah. Eli, it's kind of the opposite where it all, where it wasn't pretty, but he did it when it mattered. Um, so they kind of had the like polar opposite careers as, as legends in a way. Um, and, and for me, like, I, I think I have to go with Hank because Hank, you know, like it's just, it's, it's Hank. And for Eli, I think when I think of his runs, I will always defend Eli, but there are so many other characters that are part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like for me, when I talk, when I think of Eli, I also think of like Justin's Hawk and I think of, I think of Victor Cruz and I think of Michael Strahan and OCU Manura. And, you know, and, and Hakeem Nix making a Hail Mary catch against Green Bay. And it's like, Hakeem it's all these Dream. different things. And Eli made it happen when it mattered most. And, I, you know, I was at Super Bowl 46 and, and the parade wow. and it was unbelievable. Um, it's awesome. And, and that's a legend. But for me, I'll go marry Eli, fuck King Henrik kill Eli. Oh, sorry. Mary. <laughs> I, I knew I what you that. meant. I fucked that yeah. up. <laughs> but, all, right, all right. So I want to expand on that a little bit um not the you know fuck kill mary but (laughs) if you can go back to any one moment in sports history sit in the first row and meet a player on that team what moment and who would it be all right i'm gonna go with being at the it's tough right i will go mine too i have two moments and i like couldn't decide which i wanted more yeah, I, I have I have two as well. I will go with Super Bowl forty two and meeting Michael Strahan after that. That's a good one. Um, or I'll go. So that was you know two thousand seven two thousand eight season. Or I'll go with two thousand three ALCS um, game seven Yankee Sox Aaron Boone home run and I'll go with uh, I'll go with Jeter Mo. You know, Mo just you wouldn't like go Boone there. Man. I guess maybe, yeah. maybe, but it's Aaron Boone. Like, yeah, that's part of what made that great. Is like random yeah. as hell. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, those, those are the two moments I would that would come. Um, out those are good me, for me. My two moments would be Game Six of the 2009 World Series. Um. And I, Ber- Bernie Williams is like my favorite athlete of all time. So obviously I would choose him um, as much as I love Jeter and huge Pettit fan as well. Um, but that's probably my second moment. My first moment would have to be obviously the 94 cup, um, you know, game six. Oh, I, the I thought we were saying in our lifetime. Yeah. Lifetime. I thought too. I actually, I guess that would count for you. Technically it's in our lifetime. I guess yeah, you guys were, I wasn't yeah. born yet. I was, Technically I was born. Technically, ten days after. Yeah, oh, no, really? I was I was like two or just turning two or something like that. So technically, it's in my lifetime. But um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely say the 94 Cup and, you know, you can toss and turn between Game 6 against the Devils or Game 7 against the Canucks. I'm going to say, for this instance, Game 7 against the Canucks to win the Cup just because knowing what this, like, situation and the air must have felt like after that, like, I, I just, I need that in my life at some point. Um, and Brian Leach is my favorite hockey player of all time. So I'm going to, I'm going to choose Leach. So I'm going to, uh, rescind was, your statement. No, because I'm a Jets fan. So I never got to, I, I never got, got to witness got something but gloryful. The, part of what's really fun about being a Rangers fan right now is we're close mm-hmm. and we hear what it was like from mm-hmm. those who got to be there in 94 yeah. And then you're in the building for MSG and you feel what the gardens like and the Rangers run and like the goosebumps and, and the Bob O'Reilly crap. before it's just like, yeah, I, I, I want my own cup. I wouldn't want to feel what 94 is like, like they ah. had, theirs, they had theirs. And at this point we're closing it on 30 year. You know, it was, it yeah. was, they were, they were chanting 1940 and now it's like, Oh my God, you know, you guys haven't won since 94. When that day comes, that will be that will that will be a day where I want it to be like you know, popping my Rangers fandom championship cherry. You know, I I tell Johnny, you know, every throughout this entire season and playoffs and everything, the second they win that cup, I'm like running with him into an MSG store, buying one of those sick starter bombers, and I'm just gonna buy like (laughs) four bottles of champagne and just. We're just gonna douse it everywhere. I haven't. I haven't given mine. My answer. Mine's not even hockey. Well, related. we don't care about Hemi. that. But um, Hemi, 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 Hemi. I think no. I think mine's interesting. It's not even hockey. Like, because I was thinking my lifetime. Like, what what game did I watch? Where I was like, holy fuck, this is actually. It's sick. not hockey. Can I try and guess it? Yeah, yeah I guess. Try and yeah. guess it? So it's not hockey. So you're probably gonna knowing you, knowing <laughs> I'm you. Curious where you're, you're going probably right. gonna say like. You might get it right. <laughs> no, I was I was gonna actually make a joke about like the World Cup and, and like Lionel Messi like missing a kick or something, <laughs> but um no, but in all seriousness, um no, it, it is it basketball like yeah. Are basketball. you gonna say are you gonna say the Knicks? There's, like, there's some other intangibles that have to do with it though. Okay, okay, so counts. it's basketball and it's related to the Knicks. No, no, no. There's nothing Knicks related to basketball. In my oh, well, I didn't know if it was like mellow. Like <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. we haven't missed anything. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> we haven't missed anything. <laughs> so, like, in our lifetime, like the, the Bulls, like the Warriors dynasty, uh, the Bulls. All right. Just hit me. It's, it's game seven, Cavs, Warriors when the Cavs won, but also mm, because Little Dicky was sitting first row, too. And I would have oh, loved to watch that game with him. That's your boy. First row. That would have been sick. I, Little Dicky, the hero. Yeah, no, I that's a good him. one. But um, I love him. All right, you want to do like one more each, Johnny? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have a couple more actually. But you want to start? Of course you do. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. No, you can go first if you have like eleven. Well, I, I guess kind of to to your point and what we were just talking about. You know, I, I think we've asked someone else this, but I'm I'm forgetting who it was. You know, obviously New York sports is going through a drought right now, championship wise. But every fan base is so different. 
which parade would be the sickest? Because I, I think like part of me thinks the Knicks would be insane just because the whole city can rally behind the Knicks. But I also see the struggle of Jets fans that they've faced the last like 20 years of my life. And I think the Jets parade 20 would be years, sick. dude. They haven't, they haven't won since 1969. That's yeah. when we first went yeah. on the fucking moon, man. Okay? <laughs> but, but, but the Jets, they had those couple years in high school, or I was in high school. I mean, sure, Marseille yeah, they made they know. made the AFC championship game, but they didn't, like, come close to actually sniffing the Super Bowl. Like, nobody was like, yeah, Mark Sanchez is going to be the guy to win us the Super Bowl. No, mm-hmm. that, We never felt that. I, I, I would assume, you know, Giants fans, when – they got there. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm sure you didn't feel like you were going to win the Super Bowl against the 16 and 0 Patriots, but you did. But I'm I'm assuming, you know, the few times the Giants were there, they felt it in the air. Like with the Jets, I never felt it in the air. I remember the AFC Championship game. We twice we got smoked. Um, both, you know, fell from behind early and like whatever. Like we, j- I just never felt it in the air that we had a chance. You know, I so. So wait, is the question which New York sports team will end the championship drought, drought or which parade would be Both. the craziest? Both. Okay, so it's opposite because I think it's not even close that the craziest parade, and Johnny, you just said it, would be a Knicks one. Because Crazy. When you, because when, like, as bad as the Knicks have been for forever, literally Phil Jackson was on the team last time they won. When mm-hmm. you combine... When did like, they win? 71? 73. 73. I'm not a basketball guy at all. So right, right, right. It's pretty good like, for me. Like Rangers, <laughs> yeah, would be, right. Rangers would be insane, but would have the size of the Knicks. Yeah. Same, same thing. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I would actually say, I'd put it in this order. I would go Knicks, Yankees, Mets, Rangers. Really. Giants, Jets, Islanders. I love that. I also I love so much that you didn't even include the Brooklyn Nets because I don't include them at all. Oh, exactly. I don't, um, dude. I, I don't count them at no, all. No, no, yeah, no. yeah. No, and, I mean, I mean, that's that's pretty. And it's, I it's, would say it's Knicks too. I think it's a basketball. And that baseball was a good order. City. It's a basketball and baseball city before it's a football yeah, and hockey. Yeah, you're city, not wrong. You're not wrong. As um, you know, personal order aside, like yeah, in terms of like what probably would happen for the city, yeah. I mean, the Knicks. The Knicks have made the playoffs like once in like the last like 15 years. There was a parade after the first like, round win last year. Yeah, so I, I could see that. And then Yankees will always be, you know, celebrated. And I think Mets would too. I think Mets would be yeah. crazy. And then, yeah, I, I agree. I do think Jets and Giants would get – I do think I do think the Jets would get a lot of love, but I just like don't know – like I don't know what it looks like. You know what I, I think, mean? I think that would be – like if the Mets won – that would be very close. To, similar to the Jets so, one. Agreed. Well, no, no. Actually, uh, the opposite. I was going to say that the Mets would be almost similar to the Yankees because the oh, Mets fans- I think it would be similar to the Jets because I think you got to you got to remember like f- football is America's sport, and as much as like you know, so it's like. But I think I think that the gap between yeah, the Giants yeah, and the Jets yeah. in terms of like the the fan size, like. Yankee fans love to call Mets fans little brother. It's what we do and stuff. Right. But, but in reality, especially with Steve Cohen, like so many, so much is different and so much is the same. Like the fans are diehard and, and, and Giants and Jets, it feels like there, there's a gap. And the Jet, the, the Jets winning would not be, would not be close to the Giants winning, in my opinion. Like the Giant, like mm-hmm. this city feels like way more of a Giant city than Jets yeah. city. Yeah. And I agree. while, while, New York will always, in my opinion, be a Knicks and Yankee city above any other team. 
Like there are a lot of Mets fans out there. Are, there as are, of yeah, late, as of late this city is it, the Rangers are are crawling up the boards. As of late, I, right. I feel like New York. I like has to been think in, so. Yeah, I feel like New York has been in such a tough spot these last you know ten years. Even like I think the Rangers are crawling up the boards. It's a matter of you know if you're looking at the sport itself. Hockey is obviously not as universally loved in America as the other sports are. That being said, you know, it's starting to crawl up there. Will it ever catch up to any of the other three? Probably not. But that being said, I do think like just a Rangers parade in general, like I think the fans would go so hard. There wouldn't be one. There wouldn't be one that would mean more to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one. Just give me one, man. I was, um, I was at the Giants one my senior year of high school. Uh, you know, Yankees would be amazing. Um, and for me, yeah, I'm a bigger Rangers yeah. fan than Knicks fan. All right. My, my last question for you is, who's your favorite Ranger on this current team? And if you could spend the day together, what are you doing? Mm. Playing mini, think... <laughs> mini golf proxy. Mini golf. Shooting 18 holes. Mini golf. I, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mika. Mm-hmm. Like I I think um, Mika's one of my guys. I I think I think the way Mika, you know, the, Mika isn't the perfect player, and there are things I wish he did differently. Like mm-hmm. I would, I in a perfect world, if I were to create a player and and I would have my, you know, first line center be that type of player that he is, like a power forward like that. Yeah. In an ideal world, I'd like him to be a little bit more physical and mm-hmm. and be that presence. But he, when he's going, he's kind of like uh, he he's kind of like Judge, where he's he, like automatic. Yeah, yeah. And people want to talk about other guys on the Rangers being streaky, which you know all athletes are. Yeah, Mika is definitely streaky, but when he's on, he is on, and and I think that he is very much he is the difference maker for the Rangers. And, and I love his, I, I love his personality and his demeanor. And um, I think a team needs that kind of demeanor in a playoff run. Someone who probably isn't going to get too high, probably mm-hmm. someone who isn't going to get too low. Um, you know, of course I love bread. I love, I love Chris. And, and, you know, I think this is one of the most fun, likable teams um, been a fan of, of any sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like for me, I would put this, and it, you know it's this core, it's the cup team in fourteen fifteen, and it's the black and blue shirts. I would actually say the black and blue shirts are the most fun, um, but uh, just because they were reckless. But uh, yeah, I, I would I would go with I would go with Mika, and I was gonna say like I would just want to like go out for a night in New York City with Mika, uh-huh. like like we're just like no no activity, just like. Hey, we're gonna go out boozing for one night. You know, that, <laughs> yeah. that feels like a guy who works the quietly, quietly works the New York City. What clubs are you going to? Honestly, I'm more of a bar guy. Like Same. I, I go out, I I go to bars, maybe. slam beers. Yeah. Beers. I I who doesn't like to go out, do a little dancing, whatnot, but like I'm not gonna wait in line up for a New York City club. Never and, and and put on my button down and the whole thing. That's that's not for me. That's not okay. for me. Not saying not saying I wouldn't, but like, you know, you know, shit. If Mika wanted to do that, I'll do <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like he's more of a club guy than a than a DJ, bar guy. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say just, DJ Mika. 
Uh, yeah, seriously. I was going to say, Johnny, I'm so curious to hear yeah, your what about you? My favorite Ranger and what I do with them. Yeah. For a day? I have Man, a wild answer. That's really tough. I, I, I honestly, I didn't really think about it. I think my favorite right now, like personality wise is laugh. Um, you know, I like, I don't have to say it for the millionth time. Obviously I know Adam. So like that doesn't really count, but laugh is like so young and energetic. And, you know, I, I would, I would have him take me to Montreal. 19 is a legal drinking age there. I've never been to Montreal. He could show me a good time in his hometown, go to the bars there, you know, fuck around on the lake. I don't, I don't know what they do up there. He seems to be like a, a lake life summer guy. I think maybe posted some shit in the summer on the lake. Um, but yeah, similar to Alex, like what's up. Don't you feel like so much of what we've heard about laugh is like what we've heard about him and we haven't seen his personality yet. Like I'm excited yeah. for him to get a little bit older and him mm-hmm. to feel fully comfortable mm-hmm. and like really show his personality. Cause I think he does have that kind of superstar personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, I mean, he's not even, he's young. One. He's young and, yeah. and it's hard, you know, being a young guy and having that type of, you know, you can't be 20 strutting your shit in New York. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, you're going to look, bad um, and he's like a french canadian it's not like, like if he was if he was an american kid it'd be a little different like zegris you know obviously has that swagger i think if lafreniere was a little more you know affiliated with new york he'd have that swagger too but Cody, what are you because I, I have a follow-up on that with alex oh mine is mine is you know i'm a bread man guy he's uh-huh. he's, my, he's my guy um panarin but, with a dog with panarin probably that's probably what he's saying it's yeah no but um but funny enough Mika and Lafreniere are two and three respectively. Like those are my top three guys, like squad. Um, I would just like either get a six pack with Panarin or like smoke a joint and just go to like an amusement park. I feel like he would be cool. Yeah, he would be. I see him on a unreal. Like go on a Ferris wheel with him and just like hear his (laughs) stories. But uh, you know, be tough to listen to though. (laughs) Dude, I don't know. I know his family now, so you know. Yeah, just broke. You know Russian. No, I know that, <laughs> but um, that is a great. I think yeah, Cody, that's actually the best. Like smoking joint and go on a Ferris wheel with, with bread. I, I think that, be, that, I think it would be out of this world. That Alex, is Alex got an interview idea. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Of course, that's amazing, of course. But, well, uh, well, that's that's high sticking with Alex Day right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Johnny. Ask good, good up. Well, I was gonna say. So Alex covers all these New York sport, New York sports athletes, these different kinds of athletes. You know, basketball, football. He was at the Emmys interviewing like Shaq and all these other guys. But hockey players just so different, right? Like, how do we make these guys come out of their shell? Like, you're a guy who does content on a day to day basis. You're asking all these questions. Like, what is it about them? I know. Have you been able to talk to any of them yet, or or how can they really just get comfortable? I really haven't worked with too many hockey players, which has been disappointing. The the one who I got to do some an interview with this off season was uh, coincidentally enough Matt Barzal. Um, Sick. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. But like, um, you know, even still, like great guy. He definitely showed some personality. But like, a little little more. Uh, yeah. You know, camera camera turns off, and it's like, damn, I wish. Uh, I wish that guy was also was was still talking when the camera was on. Um, it's hard. It, it it's really hard, and I think it's the same issue that baseball's having. And I think a lot of it comes from internally. And of course, these mm-hmm. leagues need to do a better job of promoting the game and the players and marketing. And that's all true. And it's also very easy to point to that. I think in both of the, those sports, baseball and hockey, there's a culture inside the locker room of not wanting to stand out. Mm-hmm. I think. Baseball, in a way, is getting better at that faster than hockey is. Yeah. Um, 
in hockey, I think you have to earn that. And I think in all sports, you have to earn that. But there's a real fear, going back to what we said about Lafreniere, who, you know, okay, what if I show that personality and, you know, I'm minus four on the night? Yeah. Larry Brooks is going to rip me a new one. In the post, <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. that, that's a real fear. Like I, there's a real, you know, if I, uh, you know, if, if, if I do a, uh, a Anisimov celebration after scoring <laughs> and then I don't score for, uh, for three weeks and then I break my wrist and all of a sudden I'm not part of, uh, you know, the playoff course that's coming around, that's, that's, that would be embarrassing. So mm-hmm. I, I think baseball is getting better at that from an internal standpoint. And I think that's the first step for hockey where guys just mm. need to be like, Hey, this, you know, this helps all of us. Like, if you think about it like this, who do you think is making money off the ice in the NHL? Right now it's Zegers. It's gotta be Connor McDavid. Zegers. You, could, you could probably count them on two or three hands. Yeah. Austin yeah. Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen a, a current New York Granger in a commercial. Have you? Nope. Uh, Foxy had like the Dunkin' Donuts thing. For oh yeah, no, no, no. Fox had the. Uh, he had. Oh, didn't he have something with Zegris? Like, didn't they have that? Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? This is my point exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're thinking this, about it. Yeah, this yeah. is my point exactly. Yeah. So, you know, the, there's so much opportunity and room, and that's why I'm always trying to like reach out to athletes and say, hey, listen. I'm not the media. I'm not going to get you with gotcha questions. Um, like, th- this is, yes, it's good for, like, it's fun and stuff, sure. But it's also, in the long run, this will put money in your pockets. There's this guy who's on, uh, he's on TikTok, Isaac Rochelle. He's a defensive lineman. He played for the Colts and the Browns. He's on the practice squad now. He was a starter last year. Um, I, th- I think he's on the Browns now. Massive online, massive. And all he does is just, like, understand it he answers fans questions gives them a, a peek into what it's like being an nfl player what it's like on travel days what it's like on off days simple stuff shows that he's just a normal dude mm-hmm. i bet you he is making more money than household names in the nfl so it's just i i think so much of it is guys think they have to do so much to raise their profile and they don't you know i i've had i've had uh nfl players let hit me up and say that People have come up to them about something I did with them, which is crazy when I think yeah, about that they're a professional athlete. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, there's there's so much room, you know. You they don't need to do so much, and and inside the locker room, it's it's accepting a culture of of uh, you know being your being yourself, and even if your game isn't fully aligning with uh, with how you are off the ice, which is tough to tough to do because I think there'd be a part of me that would feel that way too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And- my last question, I mean, that was perfectly said also, but my last question, I, I'd be damned if I didn't ask you about it because we were both there as well, and you posted a great video of you and your pops at Game 7 for the Panarin goal. You did a cool vlog at that You're game. There. Yeah, that's well, that's how I first came across him. I saw that video on TikTok of you and your dad celebrating that goal. But, you know, I kind of asked this. We asked this to Kenny Albert, but I guess it's different because, you know, he covers it. We're fans. That moment, I know you were there, but is that like a top three moment for you as a Ranger fan? Because I know the step-on goal is up there. You know, there's there's a lot of other meaningful goals, but that one just it was different, man. Like it was it was awesome. That's probably the best. As a, I mean, when I th- I think of like okay, when they won to go to the cup in 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 what, 14. 14, yeah, in fourteen. But there wasn't like a goal that you know, just, mm-hmm. like just completely changed your energy 
in in the Eastern Conference um, in the Eastern Finals. Yeah, the step on goal. Um, I think just the fact that I watched step on goal on TV compared to the bread goal in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny because on that video, I'm not the kind of dude who sits there and recording, but I was like, okay, if they score, yeah, it's got to be on the power play. Like uh-huh. the one on the power play, uh, my dad didn't even know it was recording. I, I kept my phone like at my waist. It's like if I keep my phone up here, that's talk about a jinx. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll just keep, a goal. <laughs> keep it low and they scored, you know, 30 seconds into the power play. So uh, in typical Ranger fashion. To add to that, I mean, I was at Johnny, which do you remember which Canes game I was at? I think I was at game six. I don't like, know. That was like an insane game too. That was like, that was the game where we, we scored like three goals back to back to back. Right. Game six. That game, yeah, that game was nuts. That was that the heatle like two goal game. Yeah. yeah I, game I thought the Panarin game might've been the best game I've ever seen. Well, actually second best game I've ever seen in my life. The best game I've ever seen in my life was I was at with my dad game six to send us to the cup against the Habs where, where Hank posted that one, nothing shutout. Yeah. That was what we were just talking I, about. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was at that game and it was just out of this world, but the Panarin game too. And then honestly, that Canes game was like incredible too. I know we like whooped them five, two, but it was, it was close for a while. And then it was just mm-hmm. like back to back goals uh, just, oh, I can't wait for playoff hockey. I mean, just, can, can I ask you guys a somber question? Just, yeah. And I know because if you're listening at this point, you're like, wow, way to bury the lead here. Um, <laughs> could not be more proud of the run we went on. But mm-hmm. the fact that we were up 2 nothing on Tampa Bay, I was thinking <laughs> Colorado. On, on top of, I mean, I think we all were, but the moment that really hit was not only were we up 2 nothing. But in game two, nothing on game three, and I was like, "Holy shit, this team is gonna go all the way." And then the the turning point was the third period of game three. I think the turning point was I started thinking it, and then and then they they uh, penalty in that four and four. Well, yeah, yeah, you lost this game, but we we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. That's our captain. You're you're slandering Johnny. Um, I I I like. That that series was weird for me. Like I, I mm. actually thought we had it in the bag after two nothing. Like I wasn't even concerned about Tampa. Like we we looked. That was the best we had looked all playoffs. I was like, yeah, this is the legit. first two games we yeah. were hitting our. Strength. It ran out of juice. I mean, no, it's but not like, even not even that though. Like, had we gone past Tampa, I didn't think for one fucking minute were they beating Colorado. Correct. Yeah, but but like, the idea could have been there. The idea right, could have yeah, been right, there because then it's like okay, no one thought we were going to beat Colorado. No one. Nobody thought. thought we were going to beat Carolina. I mean, Carolina on paper was a way better team than than Tampa was. So, you know, it's like on paper. I don't know. Yeah, not like, like not on paper, but in terms of like how they played the entire season, yeah. the entire season, and how they looked. Like I would have said, yeah, Carolina head to head with Tampa was probably beating them. So yeah, I, I felt know. better about playing Tampa than I did. Carolina. Same. I think everybody did, but you know, Tampa's Tampa and John Cooper does what John Cooper does. So mm-hmm. um, that being said, I think we'll whoop their ass this year for nothing. So come at us. Let's go. But I don't uh, really have anything else. So Alex, is there anything no. you want to plug before we let you go? Uh, no, I guess the only thing would be uh, for the next two weeks, hopefully more. We'll see. Um, I know we've been talking so much hockey and football and stuff, but I've been doing, I'm doing uh, the official digital pregame show of Thursday night football with prime video. And that's at six o'clock for the next two Thursdays live on Twitter at overtime. So my handle is overtime day, but it is at overtime, the main account. Um, it'll be uh, me overtime, Tom and Malcolm Jenkins. So 
Awesome. Uh, we got we got Brown Steelers this Thursday, and we got uh, Dolphins. Who's next Thursday? This is coming out Monday. Oh, it's coming out. So we got uh, Dolphins. It's a good one. Dolphins Bengals, which is funny because that's been a dog shit game our whole life, but now <laughs> that's a great yeah. game. Yeah, um, the Bengals figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, the Bengals figure it out. Of course, wild. So um, yeah, this Thursday six o'clock at overtime on Twitter. Check us out on the pregame show. Awesome, man. Really, really appreciate the time. Um, and yeah, looking looking forward to hopefully doing this again. Yeah, some definitely a recurring guest. Not even a question. Oh, you just and I would like actually want to do this in person too because we got a we got we got a we're we're coming into the best part of the year here. Yeah, yeah. well, no more, for us? <laughs> no more, uh, no more, uh, old Apple AirPod buds, whatever, whatever those headphones yeah. are called these days, you know, old school, old school. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, thanks, Alex. We appreciate it. All right, fellas. Take care. We really want to thank our friend Alex Day once again for joining the show. A lot of cool different uh, perspectives and, and, you know, different opinions. He's interviewed so many cool athletes in New York and, and throughout all the four sports. So, uh, you know, check him out, go to his TikTok, his Instagram and, and watch his interviews, his uh, man on the street type stuff. He's really funny and, um, you know, really excited to keep in touch with him throughout the season and stuff. But I don't really have much else. I know, Cody, we're going to do our, you know, division predictions next week. It's just going to be the two of us mm-hmm. as we wind down and get ready for the season. Um, you know, you guys have been great asking us questions. So we have a lot to answer next week. So, yep. you know, please send those in on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever you prefer um cody take it away anything else no not really the only other thing i was going to say is don't you have something coming up did you want to pump that up a little bit oh, that true. uh yeah tuesday three o'clock i'll be on the nhl live fantasy show uh you can catch it on the nhl youtube channel i'll be with like jackie redmond pete jensen nick alberga anna dua uh michael leboff i think i'm for chris henrik lundquist henrik lundquist no that's a lie but um <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm really excited it's going to be you know, something I've never really done before. It's just like a live fantasy draft with a bunch of, you know, fun people. So tune in. I'll be the owner of the team for the fans. So I'll have to like, you know, take all the fans' opinions into into the matter. And Cody, if you want to rip on me Except for my team you didn't, name. I was just going to say, what'd you say? Yeah. If you want to rip on me for my team name. I was just about to because I was yeah. going to say, you're claiming to be a man of the people, but uh-huh. when I give you the greatest team name of all time, you literally- What, what was it again? Uh, laughing at your team. Laughing like Lafreniere laughing yeah. at your team. And then Arthur Stable threw a jab at me also. <laughs> what what's your t- actual team name? It's like it's, it's like you, me, and Caprizov. <laughs> and I've yeah. never seen you, me, and Dupree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um you should honestly, I'm not even kidding, like tonight or t- well, tonight's football, but like tomorrow you should make it, you know, your job to watch that movie so you at least have some yeah, uh, understanding of of what your team means. I actually should. Um, that's a good call. Yeah. I need to see it. Owen, Will, Owen Wilson rules, man. Is it a good movie? Such a good movie. It's yeah, okay. it's pretty funny. Okay, um, I'll tune in. I actually yeah, will. I promise. Yeah, it's just like a buddy flick with a little like rom com twist. Yeah, it's I will be watching it. But um, cool. yeah, we want to thank you guys again. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. And Rangers hockey's back. LFGR.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.